0: Welcome back to the Monica Matthews Show, Life, Love, and Liberty. Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. I am back. Back from Virginia and D.C. And I I think I brought some creeping crud with me. So um, here I am, sounding like I could identify as something other than, you know, the female that I am. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I think it's just a good old-fashioned summer cold. Ugh, those are the worst, too, aren't they? Yeah, but that's what, you know, running around the countryside um, and dealing with politics will do for you. My immune system's like, okay, time to take some rest there, girly. So, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll have to forgive me. I have to tell you, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to spend some brief time with you today because I do need to um, to rest, but um, I, I have never felt more compelled to pray for Tucker Carlson than I have in recent days. And some of you are like, well, who cares? You know, he's, he only says what he's allowed to say. Um, You know, he's a puppet like everyone else. And I have to tell you, you're, that is, that can be true. Um, I know there's another young lady right now, a Fox contributor who, well, former now, now former Fox contributor who, or journalist rather, who um, is, has busted through Project Veritas Fox wide open and how her stories were, in fact, censored, um, which is not, you know, altogether uncommon. Whenever it comes to network news, uh, it is a little different. At least it, I know it to be different from a personality standpoint. You, you do have leeway in your topics. Now, that's not, and uh, way more leeway than a journalist does. And I'm not saying that Tucker's not a journalist, but he's far more of a personality. Right. So a very important distinction to make and to understand, I think, is that there, there are certain privileges. <laughs> there's a trigger word of the of the decade. Uh, there are certain privileges that come with being more of a personality and commentator um, or a combination thereof between a personality and a, and a journalist versus a newscaster, uh, straight up, you know, journalist. Um, there are some differences there. And that's why I'm always careful to remind you that I'm not a journalist. So people like to try to, you know, try to poke some kind of a hole in my in my little raft over here <laughs> with, well, you're a journalist and you should blah 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 blah. I'm like, well, fun fact, sweet pea, I'm not a journalist. I don't I don't technically play by the same rules, but as a matter of morality, I play by the rules of I do not believe in maligning people or giving you disinformation. Now, what gets to be really interesting and tricky in this day and age of you know, if you're a dissenter, you're going to the 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 gas chamber. I hate even using that analogy, but because it's so it's such a slight on the tens of millions of people who have died at the hands of Sci- political psychopaths and genocide. But if you haven't figured out by now that that is the trajectory, that is actual the spirit that is actually the spiritual truth of the matter. See, we like to use nice words like cancel culture. right? But the truth of the matter is the enemy doesn't come to cancel our voices in the public sphere. He comes to steal, kill and destroy. That's a big difference. Some of you are like, yeah, yeah, tomato, tomato. No, it matters because words matter. Don't believe me. Ask the left. I mean, ask your, uh, your, uh, academia gods who you are willingly still sending your children to for an astronomical quote, indoctrinated education, which is nothing more than an indoctrination. We all know that now. If you are a Republican parent and you're still excited about Rush, Rush Week, and, and you know, well we're it's my alma mater, everybody's graduated from there. Okay, well, wonderful. Do you not understand or grasp the concept that from generation to generation things change, and this is not the same America in which you went to college? It's not the same culture of which you went to college. It's not the same culture at all. Your children are legitimately being indoctrinated, and so with that, you know, I just kind of scratch my head and go, "Wow, I mean, you're you're still actually signing your 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 you know, junior year, you guys are getting ready, filling out those college applications. It's you know, it's just giant banner of pride. I don't understand that. I digress. Words matter. There are college campuses now where you. Uh, your personal pronouns are, are words and pronouns are now being changed. Them, they see we laughed because that's what we do uh, on the right because we cannot believe that there's this level of reprobation in the earth, but there is. And instead of fighting back whenever these things immediately, when these things pop up, the minority becomes the voice of the majority. I mean, that's been the way for years. Since the beginning of Obama, why am I praying for Tucker Carlson? Because Tucker, and again, I'll get back to the, the difference here between the commentator and the journalist. Tucker does have uh, liberty. He can take certain liberties that that your straight-up newscaster cannot take because they're not personalities. It's not in the column of, of the the professional acumen and expectation thereof. So he has been blasting, and has been doing this for a while, but but he, he's been blasting and making the connection between the fact that we do not have a, a viable constitutionally sound Department of Justice. And for us to continue to think we do is madness. It is legitimately madness. He has connected the dots and he's the only person I've heard do this on a primetime show on a major I consider Fox a major network. It may not be a you know a, a major it may not be ABC or NBC but it's a major cable news outlet uh, during prime time in his show he made he drew the connections. See, you guys are used to hearing this from Alex Jones. And you guys have laughed him off the airwaves, you know ad nauseum, and prim- primarily because of Alex's delivery. I get it. I understand it. It's just you know, it's it's a little over the top for some of you. <laughs> for you know, most people who are like, "Well, nine eleven was this," and, and then the FBI, and then <laughs> and you're like, "Okay, I see that little vein in the middle of your forehead." excuse me and i'm I'm very afraid i'm very afraid right now alex that you could pop a vein and just we'd lose you right there on live television yeah that doesn't sell for a lot of people but but it sells for you know plenty of people who just want the truth no matter it comes but because of his delivery and i get that because my delivery is not your typical delivery either um it's off-putting to some people and that's fine That's why you have multiple personalities that you can listen to. You're not stuck with me. You're not stuck with Alex. You're not stuck with Tucker. But Tucker has made the connection uh, on his show between 9-11, the FBI, January 6th, and essentially this coup of the 2020 election. Now, that's a really big heave-ho accusation to make in his position. And some of you doubt it, and you doubt his um, his timing. You doubt, you wonder, why now, right? Some of you are wondering, why now? Um, and, and here here's my answer to that. Most of us who have read at all with regard to 9-11, the Bush crime syndicate, um, those of us who are not, Staunch, married to the establishment, Republican, RNC, uh, you know, uh, Rona, Romney, um, you know, Winred, that whole cabal. You know, those of us who are not married to the party per se, we are married to the ideals, but we're avowed to the Constitution and to the word of God. Those of us who are on that side of things... See what actually went down. And there's plenty of open source information for you to gather for yourselves regarding 9 11. It's just that you're you're considered a dissenter at that point and a conspiracy theorist. So it's very odd and, and very, it's, it, it is odd. It's also rare that, that, but hey, we have UFO sightings right now off Virginia Beach. So, you know, what else? Um, but for Tucker to make, to draw all of those connections on his show, I thought to myself and I tweeted this and it's been, I mean, I'm up to like 10,000 retweets and likes or something. I don't know. It's, it's gone viral. Um, which is great because other people are like, yeah, we saw that too. And we're praying too. I've never felt more compelled to pray for him because that's a heavy, that's a heavy lift. I mean, I'm a small voice crying out here in the wilderness, right? But believe me, I have eyeballs on me, and I'm fully aware of that. And, and I warned you all from the very beginning of the year, like right around inauguration time, and I said, listen, what's going to happen in this country right now is what happens in, in every country that has a hostile takeover, which is what we just survived, and we're still trying to survive it. But this is what happens in the disinformation campaign. So in order to completely squash the opposition, you are dubbed as dissenters and you effectively have to be removed by any means necessary, whether that's imprisonment, whether that is taken off the airwaves. Remember, steal, kill, and destroy. It's not to cancel you. It is to silence you by any means necessary. And so if you think that your Department of Justice as it was during the Trump administration and now is on the side of the constitution of the United States. And I'm talking about upper echelon. I'm talking about deep state operations who conservative hosts, my colleagues have laughed me off of my own airwaves before talking about a deep state. Like it's some kind of a conspiracy theory, but it's not. It is a conspiracy. Remember to conspire to, to act in a criminal manner is actually a crime. You can be indicted and tried, prosecuted and, and subsequently sentenced for conspiring, right? Which is why most of you are as angry as the rest of us about why hasn't anything been adjudicated regarding 2020. Well, you know, mainstream media is not covering anything. Anyone who is who is purporting what Tucker is or has just last evening, um, and leading up to last evening, is dubbed as a you know dissenting white privileged um, you know uh, according to uh, uh, Garland, a white supremacist. I mean, the number one danger you face next to polar bears not having a place to swim is the white guy, and and the white female. Anyone who happens to be Caucasian, and I happen to fall into the latter category. And so, um, especially if you have a microphone, you know, these are very interesting times we live in. And, and they are most assuredly um, under great scrutiny on behalf of, I mean, he Garland's not kidding whenever he says, you know, we've got our eyeballs on you. We're, we're, if, we're anyone who, you know, he, he's overreaching. With regard to the states and, you know, Arizona's AG actually, (laughs) you know, everyone who, if you are currently vetting for an attorney general in your state, look no further than the shining example of the AG of Arizona. You can find that article at my LinkedIn page as well as Twitter, and I believe I put it on Telegram. I'm no longer on Facebook, as most of you know. I will not continue to... Uh, assist in the aggregation of any form of my life or my audience in your lives. I will not draw you into that barrel to be shot dead. Um, of course I'm hyperbolically speaking, but when it comes to this steal kill and destroy culture, I'm not going to draw you into that. So I saw it as a is a it was it was more of a responsibility on my part knowing what I know about what goes on in the back peep show of Facebook that I just let it go. I know that really bothers some of you because you love being able to post your spaghetti pictures and you see your grandkids. I get it. But you're doing it at a great cost. And every single thing you hear and see has been mined. It has been calculated. It is a very cunning landscape. It is warfare. You are literally stepping onto a battlefield completely unarmed and naked. Every single time you step into those platforms, particularly Facebook. Every single thing you do is monitored, every like, every time you're quiet. See, some of you think you're getting away with stuff because you don't you don't really comment on things, but what you don't know is that people who like your stuff, they are you are now hereby guilty by association. So that takes me back to the FBI and what was uncovered on Tucker's show is that the FBI apparently was recruiting even special forces type people, a gentleman's come forward who was uh Delta force green beret. Uh, my apologies. Uh green beret comes forward and, and says that he was, um, he was asked if he would infiltrate the proud boys before January the 6th. And I'm going to tell you, it, it was unbelievable to me. It's one thing for you to believe that there is a viable threat, right? As, as an intelligence agency, as people who have been tasked um, and and sceptered and endowed with this very long-reaching, you know, uh, fork (laughs) with which to jab the American people back into line, right? But the moocher's fork is what I think of. But it's one thing for you to be tasked with, um, you know, curating the safety of the American people, it's another thing for you to practice entrapment. And everything I've been reading lately, and what I heard on Tucker's show, was that you have people from January the sixth. Now, where these illusory people are, I have no idea. I keep hearing about they're imprisoned. They, they are being um, kept from legal counsel. They have not been able to contact family since January the sixth. So effectively. They are what we would consider political prisoners because they're in solitary confinement. So they're like POWs, but on American soil, and they're actually Americans. Now let that sink in. And does anyone know anything about these people? Where are their family members? Why aren't they on Tucker? Why aren't they on any other newscast? Who are, who are these folks? If If, in fact, they do exist, okay? These are the January 6th supposed... Uh, insurrectionists, right, who are all white, I'm sure, male, and uh, probably have an American flag somewhere around their house. And maybe they were um, conspiring. But guess who they were conspiring with? Like, for one, every supposed insurrectionist, there were at least two FBI agents who were undercover posing as being an insurrectionist. So it just makes you, you have to beg, it begs the question, who led who? And if you watch the videos with your own two eyeballs of Capitol Police opening the door and letting that freakazoid, uh, whatever the hell he was, the, 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 not the pirate, what is he with his little horns hat, right? That guy. Um, I've got sailors in my head, right? A Viking. Yeah, the Viking dude. Thank you. The Viking dude. Right, so you see the you see this frumpy dumpy opy, you know whatever okie doke dude like uh excuse me but but do you mind not being up there you know that okay okay it's time for us to go let let's step outside of the senate chambers it's not okay what the hell what is going on you guys are still trying to figure out who shot Ashley Babbitt I'm not even gonna touch that one nope. <clears throat> and I haven't touched it since the beginning. There are just some things <laughs> you learn very quickly that there, especially in my business, um, and yes, even as a Christian. Here and here's the deal: you you learn. I mean, we saw what just happened with the gentleman who suicided himself. Um, you know, amazing, amazing! Another Clinton whistleblower with Lynch and Clinton on the tarmac. I mean, you these people these people keep score, right? Like think of how many years ago that was. Just think about that. And that dude just suddenly, you know, life's going well, uh, it, it wrote a new book, you know, everything. And he just like, you know what, I think it's just time for me to check out. Okay, does that sound remotely plausible to you, the reporter who breaks the story of Loretta Lynch and Bill Clinton meeting on the tarmac in the middle of talk about a massive global conspiracy and it seems remotely appropriate that the sitting attorney general of a sitting presidency and administration is meeting with the husband, former president of the head of the crime syndicate of the world in the way of the Clintons, whose wife is being investigated by said attorney general, supposedly. (laughs) I mean, so when people whistleblow, I legit, I've had Zach Voorhees on my show before, and he was a Google whistleblower, the Google whistleblower. That's a big deal, right? And the fact that he's still breathing and living is like, thank you, God. You know, I do keep him in my prayers because there's no, there's no glory for whistleblowers in this day and age. And how is it that some whistleblowers make their way overseas and they're still alive? How does that happen? Is it because they're being protected by the Chinese why would you run to China after blowing the lid off of the NSA and the C- as a CIA operative? Why would you go to China? And some of you see these people as international super national superheroes, right? But why would you go to China? And is that why you're still alive? What kind of a deal did you have to make? Did you cut a g- deal against the American people or did you cut a deal against the deep state? I mean, wh- which is it? And see, yeah, you know. I mean, you've got, um, uh, I've got his face in my head right now. And, and Matt is, you know, he covered that for a while. And pretty sure he too was, you know, forewarned about Seth Rich. Okay, everybody take their foot off the gas. So when I say I'm praying for Tucker, I'm being very serious about that. I am. Because, you know, there, and you just learn quickly that there are some things that even though it's important to bring to shine the light on the truth... Man, if you're going to step out there, you you better be sure that you're going with armies of angels is all I can tell you. Because if you're doing it for ratings or to be beloved by the American people, you guys are so fickle, and I love you, and you know I do. I'm extraordinarily committed to my audience. I love you. I pray for you. I adore you. And I don't make an aggregated dime off of you. How about that? Some of you are like, well, of course you do because it's your ratings. That's how you make your living. Wrong. I'm a podcaster. I'm no longer on terrestrial radio unless I'm a guest, which I love. And I've actually been, um, you know, I've been courted recently about the possibility of going back to terrestrial radio. But I'm, I'm not, I don't do this for ratings. I do this because it's a calling. And, so, and I do so with um, great care of your soul of your mind, your psyche, your heart. It matters because you are America. I say that all the time. You are America. And when your mind is not right and you're deceived or your heart's not right, you're willing to take up arms against your fellow citizens over a false flag and someone who doesn't even, you know, has never voted in their lives more than likely, or, you know, they're confused about whether or not this is a vaccine or a, A shot or poison, you know, they don't know. I mean, people don't know what they don't know. They're in this space of cognitive dissonance and, and, you know, it's important to me that you don't take up arms against your neighbor. It's important to me that you don't get sucked into a vacuum, which is how I started this whole rant, get sucked into a vacuum after our country being taken over by the deep state coup, which I believe is exactly what's happened. You're not going to convince me otherwise. I don't care who you are. It could be General Flynn, General Tin, General Wynn, General... I, I don't care. That's... I've seen and heard and have prayed and, and discerned just too much to go, hmm, yep, we definitely have a Myanmar in our hands. Now, do I know who all of the good actors versus really bad actors versus what the holy hell is going on, actors? Um not all of that is in alignment for me, but I can tell you this for as fickle as you all can be about bringing truth to things, about shining light on things. Do you honestly think that unless I've been sanctioned by God himself, that I'm going to whistle blow on something that has not been sanctioned by God to bring light to? I mean, that's just foolish. I, no offense to the people who have been suicided, but it is. It's just foolish if you're out there for ratings or for likability or you know whatever your own ego. I don't know. Um, good luck with that. We are at war. There's no other way to put it. And in the in the real threat in front of us is not the white man. It's not the black man. It's not the American Asian. Hate that. It's not the American of Asian descent, man or woman. The real threat is really what's between your ears and what's in your chest. Being influenced by liars and thieves and destroyers and liberty hijackers. That is the real concern. And that's my concern for you. So I spend a lot more time in ministry on my show Um than I do in the weeds on stuff. You know, you're not going to find me with some fast-paced, fast-talking, clickbait stories, just, you know, oh my God, this guy's falling over here and this guy's falling over here and this person said this about that. I'm not that person and I'm not a reporter. I'm not a journalist. I am a commentator and first and foremost, I'm a minister. And when my mouth opens... I, my number one concern is that I'm ministering in truth and it, it usually my highest level of ignorance is where I'm operating every day as are you as a human being. I love that my late pastor used to tell us that to equal the playing field not to be confused with equitable but to equal the playing field between the people who think they just know it all you know the the knowledgeable ones the knowing ones. <laughs> And uh, and the people who really don't have a clue, they're just trying to, you know, not be audited by the IRS and get out on their little watercraft on the weekends and have a beer on Friday and buy a scratch-off ticket and, you know, I don't know, scratch and sniff and hope they don't get ejected from their homes. Um, And also, just your average, everyday person. We need to understand that as human fallen human beings... Some of us, yes, are low-information voters. Some of us are not low-information voters. Some of us have so much information, we are literally of no earthly good. Some of us are so spiritually-minded, we're of no earthly good. Because what are we doing with all of that information? Well, Tucker Carlson is um, taking a big risk bringing you the information that he does. And so, to me... It's honorable. It's plausible. It, it was. It is shocking. I will tell you, it is shocking because in, in my circles, it's you know, nine eleven is something that was absolutely known about by forces that some of you think are wonderful heroes today. And and there's really not too much more I think the American psyche can handle in the way of huh, here's another spot. Here's another cockroach. I mean, if all the lights were turned on in this country at one time, you would you'd probably just crap the bed, man. I'm telling you, like it's like a Roach Motel, you know. It, it, it's like <laughs> I just can't even imagine. Just imagine not a single square inch of your motel motel. No, I'm sorry, of your like you know your five star resort room, right? Being just completely, you go to bed thinking that you're staying in one place, and you turn off the lights. And then you're like, oh, man, i got to get up and use the bathroom. And you hear something. You turn on the light, and, and you're like, holy crap. I'm literally about to be a cockroach feast. Well, welcome to America. I hate summer colds. Have I mentioned that? Yeah, so welcome to America. So I commend uh, my colleague um, for his courage, and I just – pray to God that he knows what he's doing that it has been sanctioned not by his station that it's been stationed from on high that it's been sanctioned from on high And listen, even when things are sanctioned from on high there's no guarantee that you're getting out of that thing alive. You're just not. remember the disciples hello most of them were martyred and they were sanctioned. they were directly told to go out into all of the earth and do what they did. And they paid the ultimate price for it. And so when I see things like, Oh, the CDC director is afraid because little fellow scientists have threatened his life. I'm like, whatever, get in line, you big weenie. Join the club. What do you think this is out here? This is like politics is a blood sport and trying to, you know, wrangle the country back from bad 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 actors is not safe. It is just not. And so you got to know your lane and, you know, you just got to know your lane. And so I thank you all for who do keep me prayed up. I got I got to tell you something. Um I I was I I was part of a call last night. It was absolutely beautiful. And I'm not going to disclose the details of it until I have permission to do so because generally speaking, media is not invited uh, to these calls for this exact reason. Um, But but it was so – it involves a very high-profile person um, who shared their testimony, and uh, it was just – it was was really moving. It was really moving. And there um, are many people on that call who were inside – the wire, if you will, of the last administration who have been parts of, uh, inside the wire of former administrations, um, people who have come to the Lord, people who have come to the Republican party, um, a lot of really interesting and solid and people who are really seeking after God. And, um, Bianca Gracia, who is the, uh, executive director for Latinos for Trump, as well as Latinos for, America first, powerful, powerful anointing and woman of God. And and she got on there and was just like, listen, here's the deal. Y'all need to go read Micah because that's where we are right now as a country. Micah, M-I-C-A-H, Micah. You know, God is not very happy. He's angry. He wants us to repent. And I have a hard time with the angry uh, God because I I cling to, to the I will never be angry with you again scriptures, understanding that he does hold the keys to uh, eternal life and eternal death. And, and that in and of itself is enough to reverence the creator uh, for. But, but it, you know, it was, it was jarring last night to hear some of the prophetic pronouncements, if you will, over the church of just how, you know, things that I've been saying actually for the past few months on my broadcast about um about not idolizing people. God hates it when we idolize anything because ultimately it um it, it displaces our where our trust should be. And it's just absolutely foolish of us, the word says, to place our hope and our trust in the arm of man is 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 just, you know, ass hattery that's the Monica version, but it's, it is, it's awful. And, uh, and here we are as Americans, I dare say, we have, you know, other countries look at us and go, no, why are you so excited about your Congress? <laughs> why are you so excited about your government? Right? Because other people who are sta- are standing in bread lines who have, or have had to rebuild their entire country from literally the entire country from ashes, because there were psychopathic politicians in power who took down their entire nation, who enslaved them, who bankrupted them, who stole, who destroyed, and who killed. Remember, they didn't didn't cancel. Hitler didn't cancel people. He stole from them. You know how many Jews like their jewelry, their artwork, their pos- all their possessions, their belongings. I mean, part of that was just stripping people of things they owned, property, right? And the New World Order doesn't want you to own anything. It's all supposed to be community property, which I live in the city of Atlanta. And if you don't think the Democrats are way ahead of the game on that and making everything communal... We're making everything equitable. You should be able to afford to live here, too, out into the suburbs so we can change the voting landscape. And one day, everybody will live in the same cookie-cutter house with the same cookie-cutter supplies and the same cookie-cutter you know, income and the same cookie-cutter responses. And won't it be great? We'll never have another uprising, and we'll have so much peace. This must be the peace Jesus was referring to. Right? Everyone's homogenized. Isn't it beautiful? It's wonderful. We all look the same. Oh, oops. There's a white person. How did that one get by? <laughs> I mean, that that is where or oops, there's a Jew. How did we let that one get by? That's where it's going. Look at read your critical race theory for God's sakes. This is not hyperbolic rhetoric. <laughs> this is truth. These are truth, you know, these are truth shots. Hey, by the way, speaking of shots, I want to pivot for a moment. I want to congratulate those of you I see on Twitter regularly who are announcing how many days you've been sober. I mean, I got to tell you, I think COVID has just done a number on a lot of people who just, you know, picked up a habit and turned into an addiction. And now you're trying to kick the, the addiction by virtue of letting go of the habit. And I... I just want to take one second and just applaud you. That is a really big deal. And and if you're doing it alone, I want to encourage you to take Jesus up on his offer to cast your addictions. You know, the word burdens in that tense, in that sense right there, cast your burdens upon me for I care for you, right? The, that term actually, it means addictions, Cast your addictions upon me. Why? And it's not a suggestion. It's a commandment. Because he cares for you. And because he can ultimately heal you and keep you from going back. So you're not doing it alone. You don't have to. It doesn't matter if Twitter has throttled you and no one saw your tweet. And and you feel defeated because no one liked it. No one encouraged you. When the, And that happens. I tell you, it's a big deal for a lot of people. And I can relate. It used to happen to me before I had a large audience, and people have to find me too. I get throttled as well. But I always when I see people upset and hurt and wounded by that, they feel dejected and rejected and abandoned by people on social media. I try to, even if I don't know, it doesn't matter if I know you, you know, you're my brother or sister in this country, <coughs> excuse me, or, or abroad, it doesn't matter. I don't want you sitting there suffering, thinking that nobody gives a damn about you when it's actually just an AI algorithm. Someone, someone has throttled your account and no one's seeing it. So don't make a permanent decision in a temporary situation, for God's sakes, especially around social media. But I like to just hop on there and say, hey, remember, we're all throttled, you know, heart, heart, heart. And really, sometimes that's all it takes. If you see people complaining about that or just know that they're hurt, they're wounded, just drop a line and something nice and let them know that you saw them makes a difference, especially whenever people are attempting to overcome their addictions. And it's also one way that you partner with Christ in being Christ-like is by helping carry those burdens. And so encourage people whenever you see that there are, it, you know, I've seen one dude who's like, man, I fell again. I want to drink so bad and I'm just so over it and it's so much and it's so hard. And this is so heavy. And I just, I, I really, I want to drink what I, you know, y'all pray for me. Or I did a faceplant and I hit the bottle again after, you know, four years or whatever. Can you imagine how rotten that person feels? So it would be wonderful if we could just take the time to encourage one another whenever you see someone who is, you know, putting their struggle out there. Um, so what? Some of you are like, you know, so judgy about, like, I would never do that. Right. Which is why you'll probably never overcome your porn addiction, if we're being honest. I mean, you just, I would never do that. I would never put that on social media. Well, surprise, surprise <laughs> if some somebody's watching your late night traffic online, so you might not be the one to put it out online for help, but someone else knows what you're up to. so if you need help with any addiction at all, I find that people are extremely merciful, and if they're not block them, Psh, kick them out of your orbit. who cares? See you next Eject, you know, cancel, block beautiful feature, beautiful. you don't have to get all upset, just block them, hide their comment, keep rolling. But for every jack lag out there, there's at least 10 people who are really proud of you. And I'm one of them. I just wanted to let you know that. All right, you guys, I'm going to go. I've got to go nurse this cold because I sound like I don't know what. But I love you. Uh, more tour updates are coming up. Get ready for my election integrity tour. That's right. Just came back for Virginia. People up there, Virginians for America First are on fire. And uh, they are gearing up. Ground troops galore. Volunteers out in the yin-yang. So we still need more. You can find that information at Virginia's for America I believe. Okay. All right. Till tomorrow, be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.